0: Hello, all, and welcome back to another episode of Movies and Us, a weekly gathering place filled with conversations about movies, stories, and connection. My name is Jennifer Hahn. And I'm Sarah Callen. Today, we are going to be reviewing the film Fingernails. Sarah, do you want to kick us off with an IMDb summary for Fingernails?
1: Sure. Anna and Ryan have found true love, and it's proven by a controversial new technology. There's just one problem, as Anna still isn't sure. Then she takes a position at a love testing institute and meets Amir.
0: Okay. Let's <laughs> start off with our one-sentence summaries for Baker Nails. What was yours, Sarah?
1: Mine is, science is no match for love.
0: <sighs> yes. Indeed. Indeed. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. That really is the manifesto of this movie. Yep, sure is. As comforting as it is, or as comforting as it may seem like it would be, it is no match. Um, my one sentence summary is 10 chances to find love before you may res- need to resort to back scratchers.
1: <laughs> it's true. You only get 10 chances, so right? use them well.
0: Or you have to wait a really long time.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: One of the things
1: that I meant to Google after watching this movie was how long does it take for your fingernails to grow back? But I didn't Google it. I would a it really long time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would think so. There's they're sturdy little guys, you know. got a lot. Your body has to create a whole nail. It's a lot of it's a lot of like collagen and whatever else things goes into your fingernails. Biotin, I think. I don't know. Anyway. Okay, so I did a really quick Google search.
1: And the first result from Mount Sinai, New York, says a new fingernail will take about four to six months to grow to replace the lost nail.
0: Wow. Four to six months. So four to six months. months. Mm. So I guess if you paste it correctly, you could have a continuous, like, rotation of your fingers to be testing with. Mm-hmm. chances like if you time it right yeah yeah so you just
1: can't go through 10 people in four Within.
0: months yes otherwise you gotta wait yeah otherwise you yeah. have no more nails no that's right although you could I don't know do, or do toes count do you have 20 chances <laughs> Well, because in one of the
1: girls asks, and she's like, Hey, like, what about with people with no arms? And the dude was like, Well, I don't know. So nobody presumably has done a test on a toenail. So that is still untested mm. technology. It's only the fingers at this point
0: in time in the movie. Yes, indeed, indeed. This is not a very accessible and inclusive experience. No, it's not. This what is... the heck? They also said it's really expensive. Which is a whole thing that we yeah. probably talk about. I'm like, oh, interesting, interesting that the test is very expensive. So, presumably, only a subset of the population even is able to afford. Yeah.
1: Which is, which is on track, you know, like that makes yeah. sense. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> let's start off with our initial thoughts of Fingernails. This is um, a movie that we don't want to spoil. So, in this first section, we will keep our thoughts at a high level. Sarah, I'm intrigued to hear your thoughts about fingernails. What a fun, what a fun sentence. Sarah, I'm intrigued to hear your thoughts about fingernails. (laughs) Do you have any, do you have any musings as of late? Any, any things that you've been ruminating on when it comes to the strong, sturdy, low guys on your, on your fingers? Honestly,
1: uh, yes, I have been. So every like three months I get a desire to paint my nails. And I really want like a good gray nail polish and it's mm. shockingly hard to find. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot and of like. So I have warm been tones on the there, hunt huh? for
0: gray. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm invested in this for
1: you. So Though that is my thoughts on, on fingernails at okay. this point in time. If yeah, if I find the, a good gray, I will report back. They are the
0: canvases for the perfect shade of gray. It's true. Yep. That's true. That is what I yep. desire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh what have your thoughts been about fingernails the movie oh okay yes thank yes. you for
1: the clarification of course. uh here's the
0: thing i
1: i was i was <laughs> bought into this movie for i don't know a half or so and then we get to the end and i went nope this is this is wrong uh I think that the movie is trying to say something and the way that they go about saying it is problematic. And I think that Mm. there's better ways to make the points that this movie was trying to make. Um, I really like like the world building and I like the idea behind this movie, but I, I think the ending kind of messes it all up and is, is
0: really disappointing to me this is going to be fun because I had actually very similar thoughts. I'm intrigued to hear why the ending didn't work for you. Cause I could see it going in many different directions. Uh, man, I just, I was so excited for this movie. I was tracking with it for about the first third of it. I think the middle section continues to be pretty interesting with the, the choices this movie makes about the world and the rules of the world. There's, there's, Certain aspects of this world that I have questions about that it were fun to just like ruminate on, but I I I'm I'm with you. The ending really left a sour taste in my mouth, and I'm disappointed because this movie has a fantastic premise, some really interesting things to say about love and romantic relationships, and I think they're actually really fitting with the state of romantic relationships and how we view them in the world today which is really interesting um but i and it has amazing actors actresses cinematography score it's all so good but the ending just doesn't work for me uh it feels like this movie was building towards something and then it it chooses to go in a direction and i wished it went in maybe a different direction um so uh I feel conflicted because there's a lot I love about this movie. Actually, when I was, we were like at the halfway point of the movie, I thought to myself, is this going to be on my top 10 list at the end of the year? Mm. Like it's, it's, it was that exciting. And um, the movie kind of, I feel like fumbles the ending a little bit for me.
1: Yeah, I agree. I was having such a good time for the Mm -hmm. first half, maybe a little bit more than that. And and I thought that this was a fun and funny movie and, and there was a lot really going for it. And then you get to the end and I was
0: just, I was upset. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm excited to talk about the ending. So let's include a spoiler alert here if you haven't seen Fingernails yet. It is available on Apple TV Plus to stream. Okay. Sounds like we have lots of thoughts about the ending. Tell me your perspectives on what the setting did did it do for you okay so this this movie I
1: think and and I'm not sure I think there are a few different themes that this film may be trying to communicate and I'm <laughs> I'm not sure which one I mean I guess you can have like multiple themes but it all feels a little muddled to me like I'm not sure exactly what message I'm supposed to take away from this one of my guesses is what I wrote in my one sentence summary, that science or computers can't determine love and that you can't rely on a computer to tell you that you are in love with someone. My problem with that is, if that is the message that you're trying to communicate, this is not the way to communicate that because Anna and Ryan's relationship wasn't just something that a computer spit out one day. They have three years together and they have built a life together and love has developed over time. It's not just, oh, a computer told me that we're supposed to be in love, so I'm in love. I think if if it had been a little bit different, then they could have made that point, but I think the history of Anna and Ryan doesn't work if you're trying to communicate that particular message especially because her like the like true love with her and Amir, like are you <laughs> kidding me no you like you just met and then you're throwing away a three-year-long relationship to chase this high with this new guy like i just i don't i don't like that message either I just I think there's a lot with this ending that's very very problematic and I wish that they had thought through the ending a little bit more so that it's not as frustrating and problematic
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it, it feels like there's these really interesting themes many many of them actually that this movie is spinning together throughout the film which I loved, um, but the ending makes it feel a little bit muddled on what this film stands really is. Like one of the themes that I, I really loved in this movie is the, the way that the, the, all of the tests and the training and whatnot are basically getting at this, like, like biological brain chemistry around creating environments that make you feel like you're in love. They're, they're all about the feelings, um, like you mentioned, the highs of that that connection, the spark, and I actually think it's interesting because it's what a lot of romantic movies, as we've talked about lots of times on this podcast, it's what a lot of the movies also highlight too, is that um, romantic connection and the excitement of that that immediate like like magnetic chemistry that you have with someone, and all of their trainings are about creating environments that make you feel that, which you could argue is biological and can be measured in a lot of ways and so the, it's asking the movie's also asking us to contrast that with this um slower more comfortable more stable connection that she's built with ryan that is maybe on the surface feels more bland more dull but there is like a depth and um a foundation that has been built there. And the movie's basically asking us like, what 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 is love really? Is it that the thing she has, the the connection she has with Ryan, um, which isn't as maybe exciting as a spark with Amir, or is it this connection with Amir that is love? And uh I I wonder if the movie by choosing to like um have them feel excited about getting together and, and abandoning she's married, which is wild. And, and she's just like going to drop that for this person. Like they too have been conditioned to believe that their connection and what love is, is the thing that they have right now. Like they've also been deluded because they also both work at this. It's love Institute to believe that that is what love is. And that's what they're supposed to be chasing after. And, I feel like it paints a pretty like maybe cynical view of these two characters that I feel like we've, we've fallen in love with over the course of this movie. Um, they're both so dynamic and charismatic on screen, but they kind of make the choice that feels um, in line with the kind of propaganda that their their organization is pushing forward as well.
1: Yeah, and it's just a good rule of thumb – let's just reject propaganda you know or at least think about it a little bit more before you wholeheartedly accept it and like completely upend your life you know let's let's just let's take a beat maybe (laughs) maybe we don't need to like rush into all of these things because i'm also Mm -hmm. like what's what's the plan here folks what are what are we doing y'all work together you've now slept together have decided that you love each other okay sure yeah you were in love with ryan just a hot second ago so what what's what what are we doing
0: do you Mm. have a plan
1: have you thought this through because this is not going to end well especially because you were living with ryan and you haven't been home okay that's not a great way to break up with someone uh there's just It's not great, and I needed them to actually think these things through, but that's not the type of movie that we're in. So (laughs) it's fine. It's fine. We're fine. We're just ripping out
0: fingernails and making bad choices. Well, I'm curious. I'm curious your thoughts on her choice to rip out all of her fingernails or start to at least. I think she gets through like a whole hand. Mm hmm. Yeah, it was
1: it was her hand that was already missing the two yep. from the tests that she had already done. So she pulled out the other two, I think. I don't know if yep. she got to her thumb.
0: I thought there was something like mm, a little sinister brimming beneath the surface, especially when he looks her in the eye with the antiseptic and says, like, this is going to hurt. And that felt... I mean, maybe he's literally just saying like, yo, this is about a sting real bad for you. <laughs> but there felt that the camera lingers on his face and gives that such a emphasis and such a moment for when he says that, that it felt like a a, a sinister perspective on like the pain that is associated with love and or maybe like the extent that we as people and humans will go for the person that we love and the pain that we will endure. I don't know. There was, there was something, I don't know if you read that differently, but it felt a little sinister. And I think, um, I was surprised by that moment at the end there for a movie that is for the rest of it, like a little bit more melancholy and a little bit more like wistful and sweet. How did you read that scene?
1: Honestly, uh, I, I I was done with the movie. Um, so I was thinking about how, you know, you really got to be careful when job hunting and not just take the first job that comes your way because it's not necessarily the best job for you and your current situation. And it can have detrimental effects on your mental, emotional and physical health. Uh, and so that's what I was thinking about. About like, hmm, Anna, maybe you should have taken that teaching job instead. That would have really saved you a lot of heartache in the end, which is probably really not the intended takeaway, but yeah, yeah. she really this,
0: did. She actually chose this job over the teaching one. It yeah. wasn't even like it was the first one that came to her. Like she was intensely curious about it. Both of them were. Yeah. Yeah. Which is wild. hmm Yeah. I mean, I think from the beginning of the film, we do see that she uh, isn't totally comfortable in her relationship with Brian. And I, I, I imagine that has something to do with her desiring to study this at the Love the Love Institute. And you, we also see her throughout the film like employ some of those trainings and tactics on her own relationship with Brian, like that scene where um, he leaves for work and she shocks herself. Like there, there's there's a self-imposed mm-hmm. training that she is doing as well. So I wonder if she felt like we took this test three years ago. I no longer feel the same as I did. I don't feel this connection with him. Let me go try and make it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just wish that the film had
1: done a little bit more in, in showing that distance between them. You know, because she's. She's still there. She's still doing all of the things, but I I feel like the film could have shown us that just a little bit more, because I read it more as, like, I want that spark that we once had, and we have fallen into, like, rhythm and routine, which comes with relationships, and so I, I didn't necessarily view it as her falling out of love with him. I viewed it as... They are growing together, and she she wants that spark again. So she's going to use all of these different methods to try and generate that. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting, though, that it could have been distance instead
0: mm-hmm. that pushed her to at least desire to to try it on her own relationship. I don't. I feel like this movie's reckoning with like what is love even is is pretty interesting. I think it's actually the most interesting part of this movie. Um, this world seems to believe pretty heavily in this, like, idea of the certification and the test. Uh, I'm curious your thoughts on the the common thread around, have you taken the test? Did you get the test? What were your results? And kind of the, the amount of emotion that people feel with their test results. This isn't like, because there are there are organizations that are not too dissimilar from the love Institute, it's obviously not as extreme as like ripping out your fingernails, but there are all kinds of like psychological studies, um, uh, biological studies that do study like this, like the connection and romantic love between people and then devise whole programs and therapy and trainings for people around it. And so, um, we, may like use those as tools and we, but, but we probably don't have the same like amount of like emotion and devastation that comes with getting a negative result. The people in this film, in this world, this dystopia really um, feel so much and put so much weight on that. And I thought that was really fascinating. I have some thoughts about it, but I'm curious um what your perspectives are on the idea of the test. I think what I really loved about that was
1: that it's, it's positioned as this thing to help you be certain, you know, cause, uh, uh, Duncan, you know, when he's, he's talking about the, the test and the Institute and all of those things, he, he says something to the effect of like, there was a concern that people weren't falling in love. And so this test is a solution to that, to show people like, Hey, no, you actually are falling in love and this relationship is good. Um, But I think it's so fascinating that this test that was supposed to create certainty for these people ends up creating doubt and people are constantly going back and retesting and retesting. And Duncan even talks about how he and his wife got a a negative result and that's why they split up. And so I I think that is a really, really interesting piece. And, And it makes me think about, you know, what are the things that, that, are are positioned in our world to make us feel more certain but actually create more doubt in us and like what does that say about us as as human people and how we process information that that sometimes certainty actually does lead to more doubt i don't know it's just interesting to think about
0: mm, yeah like because there's the risk of that certainty um being Either given or denied that the the thought of the denial of it feels overwhelming as well. I think um, one thing that was very interesting about the idea of the test is it it seemed to be a driving factor of whether these people continue to choose this relationship or not. I feel like there were so many um, references to or or mentions of this couple found out that they weren't in love and then broke up like. Why, why, you know, like it felt like a, um, a proclamation of the fate between these people that it was immediately abandoned. Like, I, I feel like my instinct would be like, okay, like we should do more training. Like the love Institute, let me give you more of my money to do more of this training. Like, you know, like there's, there's not that feeling of I can change the results or I can do more to get a better result over time. Um, and go through therapy and training and whatnot. No, it sounds like so many couples just accepted that they were not compatible. It it was almost like a compatibility test versus a a, a meter of whether you are in love in this present moment or not with the hope that you can be in the future. But that that feeling of like definitiveness um, and the way that the people in this movie would make a choice to end things immediately after a negative result was – very fascinating to me. It, it it reminds me of this obsession that we have with the idea of fate, and that sense of comfort that I guess we might have with believing that we are fulfilling our destiny and the inevitable. But um, I, I I felt like that was such a specific worldview that the people in this movie seem to take. Yeah, no, I I agree.
1: I I kept watching them because they did all the the Love Institute test things before they took the fingernail test like all of Amir's little weird horror movie tests were all leading them to the horror of fingernails being ripped out of your hands and I'm like wait like shouldn't this be the opposite way around (laughs) like shouldn't you take the test first and then like if you really are feeling this person then you go through Amir's House of Horrors to potentially fall more in love with the person. Uh, yeah. It just seems like a miss from a marketing perspective, honestly. You could make more money out of these people by doing it that way, I think.
0: But mm. Yeah, because then they would have to pay you for another yeah. test, but then they yep. would fail again. I Mm -hmm. mean, if you really want to run a scam, just keep keep giving them, like, incrementally slightly better, the slow drip, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, today you're at, like, 27%. Here's, like, seven more weeks of training and you can get it up (laughs) and you're going to take it again after seven weeks and you're going to be at maybe, Mm -hmm. like, 42%. Here's some more training. Let's keep working on it, right? Like, let's make some monies, people. Yeah. Come on. Like, this is supposed to be, like, a tech <laughs> giant.
1: They Right. They did not do a good job with this. Oh. You have a whole different
0: business model that you should be yes. using for this. I need this movie to cast some of the, like, villains that we've seen in, honestly, even some of these Marvel movies, the James Bond movies. Think big. You know? Like, world domination mm. is what we're after here. Ooh. World domination is scamming though, people. like from of money because they just desperately desire love wow yeah yeah honestly though like that would be so
1: interesting in in some ways like i felt like this movie should have been like a black mirror episode but this movie isn't willing to like go there and i i feel like if there had been some like more sinister people involved like the james bond villain who's controlling all of this and swindling all of these people who want to find love like that could have been really interesting to explore you know the people who are getting rich on people trying to fall in love like that would be an
0: interesting thing to explore probably i i actually was waiting for that especially when the first fingernail test happens and it's it's Mm, kind of mm-hmm. a a little bit of whiplash after so many like wistful melancholic but like oddly sweet little moments and it, this movie is incredibly warm surprisingly in a lot of ways while tackling a, a you know all of these sterile trainings and things like that there's something really sweet about this movie and then you get just kind of this whiplash of Uh, them ripping people's fingernails out. And it's a little horrific in contrast. I thought that it would descend a little bit more into that madness and that Anna maybe discovers and uncovers more about the sinister, you know, behind the scenes of this program and maybe some manipulation. But um, it takes a very different turn. It's very romantic at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: would rather the vast conspiracy about the really harmful corporation that she gets to the bottom of and exposes. I think that would be so much more
0: fun. Yes, I agree. I agree. But no, instead we get like Romeo and Juliet at the end where they're just like, I'm willing to rip my fingers out for you. (laughs) Like, because I love you so much and like F the system because... I want no chances of being able to prove that we are in love because I choose you. I choose you. So I'm going to
1: torture myself. Right. It's really messed up. This is more red flags, man. Like if somebody is like, I am willing to rip my fingernails out for you. Just be with you. Like run away. (laughs) Don't look back.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's it's It's, It takes a weird turn. (laughs) It sure does. Okay. Well, other things that we wanted to talk about with this movie? Okay. So another
1: read I had of this movie, uh, I don't know that it fully tracks, but uh, is this movie trying to kind of riff off of the, the Adam and Eve story in the Bible? Because uh, at the beginning, Anna oh. sees that poster and it's depicting Adam and Eve. And the whole story is that Eve is tempted by the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. She eats the fruit, gives it to Adam. He eats the fruit and everything goes to hell. Uh, over the course of the film, Anna is tempted by this knowledge and she's learning more about all of these things she's learning more about what love is and then in the end she succumbs to that and also gets Amir to succumb to that and it ends in destruction in some ways for both of them as she is sitting on the floor with bloody fingers so i didn't know if like <laughs> if it was trying to make like a biblical parallel there it might be too thin, but I was like, okay, is, is this what we're trying to do here? I don't know.
0: Mm, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, because she is the one that chooses to reject the system and mm-hmm. invites him along with it. Yes. Which I don't even know why they need to do that to begin with. Like, just be together. I, okay, so one – right. One thought that I had was like I they had all these like love certificates and things like that, and I I was wondering like does does the is there like um like certain governmental policies or or regulations around like you are not allowed to be with someone who you are not in love with? Ooh. You know that's that's where my brain okay. went, which I think could have been interesting to like again in our alternate universe of. Fingernails in a in a different version of this, which is the sinister version, um, where you're like mandated to have that certificate, and if you aren't, and that's what explains why so many people are choosing to just break up if they aren't compatible because they literally just can't be together, or it's unfavorable to be together, yeah, um, because there's a whole like you know certificate that you get, and it doesn't make because otherwise it doesn't make sense why. Anna would rip all of her fingernails out in order to be with him. She must feel like that is the only way. Uh, otherwise, why can't you just be with him? And just screw... But it's just, so... Yeah, ignore the test. It's so, much, it's so much more dramatic,
1: though, when she rips out all of her fingernails. How else <laughs> is she supposed to show Amir that she really, really loves him and not Ryan?
0: How else? There is no other way. You have to do the like bloody droplets on the floor <laughs> shot. That's how this emotional gut punch will be landed successfully.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. Like I, I wish that there were some of these things in this film because I feel like that would have added a more interesting dimension to this. Because yeah. I feel like this film is trying to say some things, but I really struggled to figure out what it was trying to say. <laughs> and so I think if if some of these larger concepts that were more tangible were introduced, uh, it maybe could have provided an easier way for us to like latch onto these themes and then apply them to our own lives too. Because I'm, I mean dating culture right now is insane. So like yeah. there's a lot to comment on. Uh and I I feel like maybe this film could have done that in a in a more clear and and thoughtful way.
0: Mm. I also really love
1: the idea of a really sinister version of a movie with the title F- Fingernails. Like
0: yes. come on.
1: That yeah. should be a horror movie, not a romance movie. Are you kidding
0: me? I thought this was going to be a horror movie, honestly. Me too. But no, nope. It's my one of my alternate like one sentence summary was going to be like the most romantic anti rom com movie you'll ever see. <laughs> like it is, it's taking so many jabs at yeah. rom coms, but then ends up being very romantic. So <laughs> it's a little bit of a sandwich there. And and all of those jabs, I was really
1: enjoying. So like, good, I had. Yeah such a good time (laughs) with amir and anna in their weird ass testing because they're so weird and and amir talking through his reasoning behind these things that are like horror movie inspired sometimes and i was like this is perfect this is great um and all of the little jabs at at rom-coms i was like yes this is amazing and then then the film does the thing and that's upsetting. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I loved that whole section. I think that's the most fun part of this movie and like the most interesting part of this movie because so many of those um, principles make a lot of sense, but they're just so over to the top in, like the way that they mm-hmm. <laughs> want to like train these people on it. Um, but you know, there's some aspect of like truth to some of them that you're like, this mm-hmm. this makes logical sense like yeah yeah absolutely let's, let's fool our brains into believing x y and z like this makes sense to me let's sing romantic songs in french because it's the most in romantic french. language <laughs> and watch hugh grant movies <laughs> yeah let's watch Notting hill yeah we will yeah. do it <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. going through something tough just a little little hugh grant healing ball. never hurt anyone Honestly, though, that's that's not bad,
1: especially Paddington, too, because he's in Paddington, too, and is having a great time in Paddington, too. So <laughs> you're having a rough time. Just go watch Paddington, too.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, the other like interesting aspect of this test are if you really think about it, a lot of the psych studies of romantic relationships, family relationships parent-child relationships, like a lot of them are simulated experience as well. And the, the researchers are studying the natural instincts and reactions of the people in the environment as a way to assess levels of connections, bonds, things like that. So when the Dunnan was describing the the fire in the movie theater <laughs> test or training, I don't know what they want to call them, but I was like, this is not too far off from the way, I mean, it's obviously a little bit more over the top, but we do create simulated environments for psychology testing and research as well. So, you know, this is, there's there's a lot that like feels very resonant, which I think makes this a lot more effective because it's not, it's over the top, but it's not disconnected from reality. And that makes it really fun. But it also makes it like uh, a lot of like interesting commentary on the things that we do as a society to like study our human relationships is also really weird sometimes.
1: Yeah, that's that's really good. And I I, I appreciate that they're these situations are almost normal. And then there's just like one thing that's not, you know, <laughs> like, uh, you know, the the shock when somebody leaves it's like well okay that that feels like a bit much can we figure out a different way to to have a negative feeling when somebody leaves or you know the fire in the movie theater you know that that feels like a bit much but I I love that that it's like oh okay that feels normal and then they they add the the last little bit of it and you're like oh wait that's not that's that's not normal and so that's I was I was hoping that there would be more of that like juxtaposition throughout, so it would be a little bit more like Black Mirror, y, uh, where it like seems normal on the surface and something's a little bit off, and then you like dig into it and it's really really off. Uh, but again, the f- the film doesn't go there, so
0: we just get these cute little experiments that are a little weird. <laughs> well. I did hear about a product one time that you wear around your neck like a necklace or it's like up your back. Maybe it's maybe it's like around your waist. Anyway, it detects when you are slouching and it gives you a little bit of an electric shock. So that oh, encourages no. good posture. Just a little bit, like enough for it to be like oh, a little no. bit uncomfortable. But yes, this product exists, which is why I'm like, this world is really not that far off from
1: mm-hmm.
0: our world because it, it is a way to train your brain to encourage positive behavior and punish negative behavior that you are trying to uh, get rid of and move towards the direction you want to. Like it, it's, it's, it feels Messed up when you watch it in the movie like this, because I think the movie also does a good job of, like, making you feel uncomfortable and feel like something is off. But, yeah, it is not too far off from our reality. Okay, so maybe we are also living
1: in a Black Mirror episode, and we just don't realize it yet. And that's what the movie is trying to get us to realize.
0: Yeah. Yes. It is looking to wake us
1: up. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Great. We are we have been awakened, fingernails. Thank you. Yes.
0: They couldn't <laughs> showcase all of that because it wouldn't get passed through all of the gates that needs to get released. I see. They had to make it very subtle, you know? <laughs> they had to encourage us to come to that on our own. Otherwise it would get censored. I see. I mm-hmm. see.
1: Well, good thing that we are on the case and we are <laughs> figuring these things
0: out. <laughs> Thank goodness now we're just a little (laughs) bit informed now you know this is a good PSA yeah we are
1: we are aware of all the products that are trying to get us to fall in love
0: with with other people we are on to you yes I mean there really are so many like courses training programs that do this which is that's wild bonkers I know I mean yeah i just this is not again though the whole concept of the love institute is not far off at all those exist Mm -hmm. and make good money they do they do um most of them are likely very well intentioned we don't mean to say that they are but yes of course yes but a fun version of this is when it's sinister yes man
1: that would have been such a fun movie Right? To make this, like, sinister and and a little gritty and, I don't know, man, just thrilling. It yeah. starts off, like, so. cute, happy, melancholy, mm-hmm. lighthearted, whatever, and then you descend into the underbelly of the love institute, <laughs> and we learn a lot about ourselves in the process.
0: Mm-hmm. We just mm. want some sinister drama. Well, I think it also would be a really pointed way to make a really clear thesis that is pretty compelling as well. Of like, because because if the thesis of this movie, which we're assuming it is, is that science has no match compared to love, that message is still conveyed. Actually, it's conveyed very much so in the sinister version of this movie, which basically mm-hmm. unravels the idea of this like scientific glean that's getting this 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 whole thing is getting wrapped up in. and it also serves as a really great way to actually show the connection and relationship that Anna and Amir have because they are now fighting the system together or whatever it might be. It doesn't even have to be that sense of justice, but like they are uncovering this together and and coming to terms with the fact that they can choose each other like they don't have to ascribe to this propaganda around it being like fate that you are either in love and compatible with this person or not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then I I feel like you would have to make Ryan like kind of like a sheep, you know, like he, he's not. So I, I feel like in this movie he is trusting in their relationship and, and what they've built, not trusting in a test. And so like in our sinister version, like Ryan would have to be fully trusting in the test and and be bought into that. I feel like to be a really good foil, foil. to Amir to, to help drive that point home.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he doesn't question it at, he doesn't question it at all because I think it's an interesting mm-hmm. like character detail that's revealed a little bit towards the end of this movie where Amir says that he took this job because he wasn't getting matches with anyone and he wanted to understand why and also hopefully be able to find that connection with somebody but it's like it's the fact that he he was rejected by this test so many times that that pushed him to take this job is like a really interesting character detail
1: yeah yeah and i i also think it's a little unexpected. You know, I the whole time I was wondering why he was in this position. Uh and and I I I didn't guess because he wanted to figure it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh and so I I really appreciated that particular detail cuz I think it paints a different image of Amir than I I had in my mind. And so mm-hmm. it it shows that, that more emotional side of him without him having to be super emotional.
0: hmm hmm And then in our sinister version of this, he can realize, like, his moment of self-truth is that he put so much emphasis on this thing that was, like, telling him that he was not able to have these connections when that whole thing was a shame to begin with. And that is, mm-hmm that sets him free. You know, like he bought into something that actually was a lie and he's now free to just choose who he wants to love. He's not not beholden to these results that have told him a million times that he is incapable of it. That's so, See? See, this is, a, yeah, this is a great movie yeah.
1: that we've just, That's this really is so much better. What <laughs> in the world? Come mm-hmm. on, writers of fingernails. Get right? it together. Yes. Come
0: on. Let's talk about, the cinematography, the score, I'll, I I ate it all up. I mean, it's beautiful. I I thought that this was um, melancholic in a really beautiful way, and I think the the lighting and the way that they they light the faces. There's so many close up shots of Jesse Buckley and and or Ahmed's face which I think makes a lot of sense because so much of this movie is them just kind of staring longingly at each other but there's a lot of um shadows that are cast through the way and the environments that they're in with the lighting design and I thought that that was such an interesting choice and creates kind of a a little bit more of a softness to the 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 atmosphere of this movie, the score helps do this as well. There's a softness and a warmth that was surprising to me. I didn't expect that from this movie. And I thought that was some really interesting choices that were made and really beautifully done. I ate all of that up. Yeah. You know me, I love a good melancholy movie. You do. It's just <laughs> the
1: best. Uh, the the other thing that surprised me is that this world with this technology in some ways is also behind our world, technology-wise. Like, people mm. don't have smartphones. They still use their home phones. You know, the Love Institute that has this, this technology to determine if you're in love or not has, like, wood paneling, and the, the machine is like a computer out of the 80s, you know? So I just, I loved that look of, of a tech company. You know, we're we're so used to these really like sleek designs and all of the like futuristic stuff looks a certain way, but this is really really retro even though it has this advanced technology and I thought that juxtaposition was really really interesting and subverted my expectations.
0: That's a fabulous point. Yeah, because this is positioned as um this a dystopia likely in some other world but it doesn't feel inherently futuristic there's it actually feels like you mentioned like retro in a lot of ways and I think that helps this feel grounded and and um, I think think it also helps us feel connected to the characters because they they feel human living in a human world not um, kind of futuristic people living in a futuristic world which I think helps us at least build that like emotional connection with them. Yeah, and I I think that also helps
1: create some of that warmth that you you mentioned because mm. I feel like a lot of yeah. times dystopian stuff, futuristic stuff, it's it's clean, it's sterile, it's really really like harsh. Yeah. It's gray, it's, so it's yeah, and 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 this That's is true. warm and I loved the wood paneling in the office. You know, it's, it's so warm, even the way that the characters dress, they're dressed in warm tones, which again is just the opposite of what we're used to seeing in futuristic or dystopian films.
0: I think this is the most chill, calm version of the future that I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, if this is where we landed in the future, like it's not too bad. Like we haven't totally like, uprooted and demolished Earth that's really good that's really great
1: I think I think <laughs> the other one in in the running for that could be after yang oh yeah yeah but again yeah, it's but it's it's similar yeah. in that it's it it subverts yeah. your expectations of what the future is going to look like because yeah. after yang is full of greenery and and all of this stuff that's just gorgeous uh, so I feel like both of these films while very very different uh, approach the future differently in 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 a different stylistic way that that is unique
0: yeah that's so true would you rather live in a world where there's artificial robots that feel very human or in a world where apparently you can only love someone that a test tells you you can love
1: (laughs) (laughs) well this just feels like a weird choice (laughs) 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 why do i have to
0: choose either one I don't know. It just is like um neither one is favorable. No. You know?
1: I I think okay, I'm gonna choose after Yang with the stipulation that I want to live in their house. If I can live in their house, I will choose <laughs> that world. If I can't live in their house, I don't want to live in that world.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, their house is very beautiful. It's An architectural so like, gem. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I will choose after Yang because I'm going to assume that we have hopefully been a great human race and come up with some like AI ethics principles in place in this world. If we can keep the greenery, like I feel like I can trust that we would maybe have some ethical practices around our AI. (laughs) And you know what? I feel like the jury's still out on if the Black Mirror Sinister Behemoth is still in existence with the Love Institute. The movie doesn't actually say there isn't so you know it's still possible it's all a sinister scam and the house of cards might still be there to fall
1: okay so fingernails two (gasps) is going to be because now they've gotten together she's ripped out (gasps) all of her fingernails on her hand, so she can't do no more tests so they're going to go they've already infiltrated the love institute (gasps) and now they're going to it. start dismantling it from the inside out
0: I love it Fingernails yes. 2 Fingernails two. I Yes, we ended on a low with this one This is like yeah. the souvenir yeah. one You know, like we ended on a low <laughs> with our characters And there's a second part to our story mm-hmm. They hit rock bottom Yeah, they sure the did will, The next movie will start when they rise Oof, come on make this movie people <laughs> redeem
1: this movie because there's <laughs> some good stuff in here but uh yes. it's a bit of a mess you can mm-hmm. redeem it with part two
0: Hmm. Hmm. yeah and it would be interesting to explore like which people really do believe in the test and embrace the test versus which choose to like be open-minded about The possibilities that there might not be there could be a whole thing around like how we trust the like systems and and information and sources that are established you know like ryan ryan is like a faithful love institute groupie you know he's bought in he's all in (laughs) yeah okay i like it there's lots
1: of themes to explore here Mm -hmm. so many more themes to unpack through a sinister Mm -hmm. movie about fingernails. Yep. Yep. Okay, any other last thoughts about this movie before we wrap? Okay, so I... I was bothered by something. Uh, It's a little thing. It's not important, but I was bothered nonetheless. Uh, In this movie, Amir tells Anna that he has a... He's deathly allergic to gluten. (laughs) In the end... She brings him a bowl of chicken noodle soup that was created by a crappy diner at midnight. There's no way that those noodles are gluten-free. <laughs> and yet he eats the chicken noodle soup mm-hmm. with the non-gluten-free noodles.
0: Mm-hmm. What are we doing here, folks? What's going on? I mean, like, does she really love him? She doesn't even, she doesn't even remember his yeah. She's not that much better than Natasha. She was giving nope. Natasha crap. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. she tried to kill him with a noodle. Yeah. What the heck, Anna? <laughs> oh yeah, Anna's There's a lot going on with Anna. She's ripping out fingernails, killing people with noodles. My gosh.
1: <laughs> Honestly, though, so, like I, I, I think one of the reasons why I struggled Death with the noodle. ending of this movie too is like, I, I liked Anna in the beginning, but by the end, I no longer liked her. Yeah. And I was so frustrated by her. And yeah. so like chicken noodle soup is part of it. Then like she and Amir sleep together and he wants to take oh. her home and she manipulates him into allowing her to stay. And then we have the fingernail experience. Like there's just a lot going on with her. And, and she I kills like, him with a noodle. Like And she tries to kill him with a noodle. <laughs> Come on, girl. you You can do better than this. You don't need to be a serial killer with soup.
0: No. Just say no to trying to kill people with soup. It's highly creative, though. I do appreciate it. That is highly creative. She infiltrated in, gathered his Achilles heel, figured out what it was, went in for the kill. Yeah. And I mean, really, the
1: only person who could show that she deliberately tried to murder him would be Natasha. Yeah. Yeah. Because who else knows that she knows that he has a deadly gluten allergy?
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fingernails, too. Pre-production. So maybe. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, we can go in a completely
1: different direction with fingernails, too. And Anna can just become, like, a killer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she just, like, like, you know those movies where, like, one person just, like, slowly, like, kills the other person for whatever reason <laughs> like fingernails too could be that where she's just like slowly
0: poisoning Amir with gluten <laughs> yeah we definitely would deliver on the sinister that we were <laughs> longing for <laughs> <laughs> yeah Natasha and Ryan like come back for revenge Ooh, okay so this is like a little like double date revenge situation Nice. I like it. Okay. Yeah. We have a lot of options available to us for fingernails too. We do. I'm really, I'm really glad we thought all possibilities and came up with these, the death by noodle. Mm -hmm. I I'm most keen on. (laughs) (laughs) Like the film makes such a big deal about it. And then
1: she brings him chicken noodle soup. Like, are you kidding me?
0: So <laughs> how did bothered. Get, how did that get past like the sniff test of, you know, continuity and whatnot? That's a good. That's a good one that you found. Thank you. I tried. This isn't even just like a continuity error. This is like a your facts about your characters. Yeah. Little L- 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 minor details. Didn't add up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just looking out, you know. One thing that I fixated on for a hot second was like i thought there would be a lot more blood when you rip out a fingernail yes what how is there only like three droplets on the floor how are you not just like gushing blood also i'm just they're oddly a lot more calm when they get it ripped out of them than i would expect i imagine that's agonizing so I had so many questions about the mm-hmm. logistics of how our fingernails are attached to our fingers that I, like, went down a little thought rabbit hole on. Like, maybe there's not as much. I don't know. How are they on there? I mean, because, like, it hurts
1: when you, like, break a nail, like, below. It's agonizing. Like into, the like, the nail bed. Like, that yes. feels terrible. I've never had mm-hmm. a fingernail ripped off, praise the Lord. But I can't imagine that that would be an okay experience that you would just like subject yourself to and then be fine all of a sudden.
0: Like, like here's a like wooden stick and that's all you've got to like endure this experience. Like, no, I know this movie is very restrained, but I imagine that that, that experience would be far more traumatic than it portrays it to be. Yeah.
1: I want (laughs) the, the version of this, like the scene from kill bill, where the chick just had her other eye like gouged out or ripped out or whatever happens. And she's <laughs> flailing about the room and blood is just gushing everywhere. Like I want that version of the fingernails ripping out. I want blood yes. on the walls. I want people freaking out. I want <laughs> them yelling, causing a fuss. Cause that yes. feels more real.
0: Yes. I was unable to empathize with these people because I'm like, no. surely you are too calm for this experience right now. Yes. Are you human or not? Like this is, oh. this does not compute. Oh, new ideas? Maybe,
1: maybe mm. they're not human. Mm. Yeah. Maybe they're all replicants, you know?
0: <laughs> and this is just like a replicant oh. dating service. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so this is how... They Anna has also realized that she is too a replicant as well. Mm, mm-hmm. When she gets her yep. fingernails ripped out. So yeah. maybe the Love Institute isn't even about love and dating at all. It's about yeah. finding out if you're a human or a replicant.
1: Ooh, okay. You know?
0: Like, but it's it's yeah. packaged up to the external world. Yeah, this is good. It's like when you go to the mm-hmm. store that says laundromat on the outside, but, like, it ain't a laundromat. They be selling other, other, other things <laughs> in the black market in there, you know? The Love Institute. Yeah. But really, yeah. we're about to tell you if you're a human being or not by the way that you scream when we were about your fingernail. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Yeah, and a, a, another version of this sinister <laughs> version of the Love Institute is because I'm sure you can collect other data from a fingernail. So, like, they're just, like, harvesting people's data and doing things with it or, like, selling it or whatever. And so you can make a larger point about the way that our data is used by corporations.
0: (laughs) Specifically, like, bio data, like, biometric data, our faces, the whole medical system, all that stuff. Ooh, I love that. I love Mm
1: -hmm. that. Okay. We've had a very productive brainstorming sesh. (laughs) For fingernails number two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, we did. Yes, we did. This is very good. We uh, spun some great tales. To come. <laughs> All right, well, this was our review and discussion of fingernails one. <laughs> Just fingernails. You can find it available on Apple TV Plus to stream. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Movies and Us. Our name sums it up we're all about movies and the powerful ways we can connect with each other and the world around us this podcast is about all of us and our shared stories everyone is welcome here and we're so glad that you spent time with us today you can subscribe to this podcast on spotify apple podcasts google podcasts or wherever you tune into your favorite shows drop us a rating and review letting us know your thoughts about fingernails you can connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at Movies and Us Pod or email us at moviesinuspod at gmail.com. We will be back next week to discuss David Fincher's latest film, The Killer. We hope you have an amazing week and we'll see you next week.